Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. It's another news week, a week of news, a newsly weeky, weekly newsy news. We're back. That's the intro. That's what I'm going with. Take it or leave it. I suppose we'll take it, will we? No, I think you'll have to because I'm not doing it again, all right? <laughs> hey, we're doing the news again. We do this now every week. We round up some of our, well, I don't know if they're our favorites, but they're big news stories. In things that interest us, and at least, you know. Yeah, things that'll get clicks is what I pick. Oh, news, okay. News stories. No, nope, not me. Entertainment <laughs> news. Entertainment stuff from the world of games and TV and film. The realm in which yes. we have thrust ourselves into. We have thrust ourselves into mm. this, yes. Yeah, you, I liked that turn of phrase. So, this week in the news, what's happening, Daniel, sir? Fill me in. Oh, we're give going with me, me first. Give me some, okay. fuck, give me some juicy bits. Well, shock me. Oh, I know me. you're such a big fan, but uh, Star Trek, I got some Star Trek news for you. Star uh, Trek? Oh, sort of news, really. Um, okay, so at the moment, we have Discovery, we have Picard, we have Lower Decks, um, all on air and continuing. Uh, we have a Prodigy uh, show, which is aimed at kids coming up, and we have Strange New Worlds, which is like a Discovery spin off. That's a lot of Star Trek. But too Alex Kurtzman, who, who hmm? too much, some would say. no, <laughs> some would say no. Star Trek is a big universe; it can do a lot of different things. Um, but Alex Kurtzman, who is kind of the head of the vision of where Star Trek is going at the moment, um, he has hinted in a New York Times profile. I like saying profile when these things make it very, very sophisticated. Um, but yeah, he had in his profile that they had two more shows coming. Um, from what we can guess, and it's been kind of working along for a long time, uh, Section 31, which is like a Black Ops Starfleet underground group, um, which would be uh, probably run by uh, the Emperor Phil- Philippa from the Mirror Mirror Universe. Uh, she's probably going to be helming that show. And then uh, he mentioned a younger audience show is coming out as well. And we know it's not Prodigy. And it's probably the long-rumoured and someone that's basically been hovering in limbo for the last 10-odd years, a Starfleet Academy show. It's, again, it probably it's young adults and how they're at the Academy and studying and, I guess, bad things happening. Probably very much a YA kind of thing, young adult thing. So that's come along for Star Trek. Um, cool. But I believe, yeah, I mean, I know it doesn't mean much to you. Eventually we'll get you properly into these shows. Uh, it won't work. I know. But we'll try. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it won't work. It's already, yeah. I mean, it's already too many shows for me. <laughs> to watch Again, you don't have to watch them all. That's, well, that's this is good. the thing. Like, well, that's good news. Get, yeah, no, because there's people who give out about things like Lower Decks or they give out about Discovery or, or even they give out about some of the older ones like Deep Space Nine. Oh, this is not Trek and I don't want to watch this. And I'm just like, well, I mean, you don't have to. There's literally like 5,000 other shows. 
just pick what you want. There like, literally you know? is. I think, I think you yeah. listed them there, and there are actually 5,000 of them. 5,000, 5, yeah. yeah. And I suppose also said in the interview that he thinks he'll be steering, like he's, he wants to really push Star Trek further and further, and he actually said in a sentence, to a point that a lot of people might not like. And I'm like, huh. I mean, fair play for the it's, creative vision know, man, but... Yeah, for the, like, <laughs> the overall head Trekkie to be like, yeah, I'm, you know what I'm going to do with Star Trek? I'm going to make everybody hate it. That's my fucking plan, and you're, fuck you if you don't like it. And you're going to... That's I mean, nice. hate it. Like I, I said, yeah. yes. I can respect. Yeah. I can respect that yeah. at the very least. All right, so yeah. that's that's Star Trek this week. Anything else? Well, there were some other kikis um, on my side of things. Let me just check anything for film before I jump into something completely different. Uh, no, I have nothing else for film left. But I know you have something geeky on your end. I've got a bunch of. Well, okay, I've got most of what I have is TV stuff this week, but there's one film thing. That, look, it's a big story, so I better I better throw it out there. I don't have really a lot to say about it. And it's Star Trek again. <laughs> no, it's more fucking MCU shit, I guess. James Gunn, who, uh, I mean, it's not MCU specifically this time. He has worked in the MCU. He did Guardians of the Galaxy 1 yeah. and 2. Also did Scooby-Doo 1 and 2, the superior movies. And his, the Suicide Squad for DC is out this week. And he said on a podcast that... Well, okay, so this started two years ago. Martin Scorsese said in an interview that he... Basically, the quote was, he doesn't consider comic book movies or, like, specifically the MCU movies to be real cinema. They're more like theme park rides that, you know, you just jump on and you have fun for an hour or two and then you go home. There's not no real, like, substance to them yeah. or whatever. Ever since, for the last two years solid, everybody who makes and works in comic book movies has been fucking losing their minds over this. And James Gunn said two years ago that, uh, God, he said he's saddened that Scorsese is judging films in the same way that people, like, picketed The Last Temptation of Christ, which is not at all true. Not at all what... Scorsese was doing and not akin they're not alike in any way but this time around James Gunn was on a podcast I guess to promote the Suicide Squad and he said basically that uh, the reason Scorsese said this was to sell his own movie The Irishman which yeah. was coming out at the time and he needed to like sell his own movie which is uh, number one a complete load of shit he's Martin Scorsese he does not need to create buzz for his own yeah. movies and number two, it's also, it's just weird. Now, the the story has advanced a little bit because uh, James Gunn has tweeted to clarify his thoughts on this or whatever. And he's just said that, uh, for the record, Martin Scorsese is probably the world's greatest living American filmmaker. I could scratch American and just say the world's greatest living filmmaker, probably. Uh, definitely a very strong argument there. Yeah, right yeah. up there. <laughs> I love and study his films and will continue to love and study his films. I disagree with him solely on one point, that films based on comic books are innately not cinema. That's all. Praying emoji. If that was the only thing he said before, that would be fair enough. James Gunn. Yeah, yeah it's, look, it's just... It, I... I you know? It's a very much of a it-doesn't-matter story. It's just, <laughs> a, it's just a non-story, honestly. Yeah. But it has, it has, you know, James Gunn coming out and just leave leave Marty Scorsese alone. I feel like, look, I'll be honest, I remember when Marty Scorsese said this, and I, it, honestly, it was like, a, ah, that's a bit dumb. 
and that I moved on. That's it's it. Not even a. It, well, it shouldn't have been a thing at the time. Like, yeah, wow. Okay, Martin Scorsese doesn't like comic. He's book, an old man who doesn't, doesn't like, like comic book movies. movies. He's also probably the great one of at least. You can't deny he is one of the greatest filmmakers of all time. Sure. He's also done an incredibly amount, a credible amount of incredibly important work for cinema as a whole. The yeah. man produces and executive produces and throws money at and curates films and puts out these lists of like just small forgotten films and he has a whole fucking company set up to like restore films that have been lost to history and stuff. He's ju- he's just so what he doesn't like yeah, your, he doesn't yeah, like yeah, your yeah. fucking Seuss guy. That's fine. Movie. That's fine, but did he do Scooby Doo? He didn't, and James Gunn did, go. and for some reason on wins. this podcast, James Gunn, I don't his his hair and beard are dyed white. That's the I, biggest part of it for me. I don't know what's going on there. Anyway, that's that's that. That's the story. I don't know what you have to okay. say about it. Leave Martin Scorsese alone. Okay. Yeah. He's a he's a lovely old man and he, he calls cinemas, yeah. he still calls movies pictures. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I mean it's you know, it's perfectly fine just to say like, Oh, I disagree and then move on. That's perfectly <laughs> grand. And I do I do disagree with Martin Scorsese. I think of course they're cinema. It's just are they necessarily important cinema? No. It's still cinema. And they're also theme park rides. They are also th- yeah, he's not wrong with that. He's, not wrong. he's just wrong with saying, no, saying not, it's not cinema. You know, of course it's cinema. People like theme park rides. Get over it. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah, so that was that. That's the only movie thing. Everything else I have is TV. Yeah, that's why I was mentioning about the geeky side, but I realized we were categorizing into movies first. Halfway through the Martin Scorsese thing. Yeah, yeah, well, you know. I mean, the rest of yeah. it's sort of geeky. I don't know. Well, that's the one very geeky thing. How do you feel about South Park, Dan? Again, not the geeky one, but okay. Um... <laughs> do you like South Park? Uh, I think I liked it for about two months when I was a teenager. Well, get ready for more South Park than you can stuff in your mouth. More South Park, I, I would say, now coming than there are Star Treks, which is crazy, I've learned, because it's 5,000. Can't wait for that crossover. I know, they've surely done that already. South Park's, so the creators of South Park, Matt Stone and Trey Parker, have signed a brand new special deal with Viacom CBS worth $900 million. And this uh, basically shit. means now that South Park has been renewed on Comedy Central to run through to the end of season 30. Which is uh, how far away? I don't know, but they're also doing uh, 14 movies. Two every what season are they on? Two, they're doing two every year. Okay. Well, what season are they on? Uh, I don't know. Two, say seven. They're, pro- they're probably on season like 20 or something, maybe. Okay, so they have 10 seasons and 15 movies. 14 original movies, which will be coming to Paramount. Oh, nice. Which will be coming to Paramount+. Plus. Uh, two of them are apparently oh, coming out this again, year. Again, Star Trek. Mm, two of them are apparently <laughs> coming out this year, and then there will be two more every year for the next six years. South Park I movies. mean, you know, as the planet is burning, we might as well be the most satirical that we can pl- possibly be. You know? 23. It's, it's, tw- it's 2019 was season 23 of South Park, and it hasn't had a new season in the last two years because of the pandemic. They've just done random specials. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. There you go. So they're coming in. So they got another seven seasons and 14 movies. And South Park is never going away. No. Um, I mean, I don't hate it. It's just, it's a thing that's there. Yeah, I guess it's fine. People like it. I can't watch it for more than like a minute. 
Yeah. I mean, it's not, don't get it. It's not for me. It's very much uh, like, I suppose it can last as long as it can because it's all about modern satire. Like it keeps up to events almost on the day of these things happening. Like we've seen that in the past, Mm. like Obama's speech and stuff. Like, yeah, well, that's really close. they, They, they don't like a lot of TV shows and animated shows in particular will like, they'll be like, you know, they make the whole season and then they release it week by week. South Park, yeah. South Park makes each episode, like, they start yeah. making it two days before it airs. They just throw it all yeah. together and it, it's like instant reaction to whatever's happening, so... It's, it's, it's impressive art form. I, it's just not they do me. They do good work. I'm just not a huge fan of it. Yeah. So, yeah. so that's South Park news. Yeah. Woo. Very good. So, South Park. South Park. <laughs> What's next? More TV. We got more TV news, Dan. We're in TV. Yeah, are you going to talk about the one I mentioned now twice? I have no idea. How do you feel about Cobra Kai, Dan? I mean, I love Cobra Kai to the very, like, atomic level of my own self, yes. Well, Cobra I Kai has it. finally, uh, as of today, I think, they've released another new teaser and they've announced a release date for season four, which is coming oh, to Netflix in this December. It is, a, oh. it is launching on Netflix. They popped they popped up a little video teaser today. The teaser is because it's because the next season is the All Valley Karate Tournament. Yeah, battle for the, the soul. Of the, the battle for the so, yes, uh, yeah. Terry Silver is coming back. It's going to be awesome. But yeah. the battle for the and soul. And the two guys the are now on the, two guys are working together now as well. You know, mm, yeah. The, the teaser time. there's not a lot in the teaser to be honest. It's kind of all of the main characters walking into like a weirdly lit room. They're like backlit and they just they're in yeah. there like karate outfits and they do some karate moves and then there's a probably covert reasons yeah and then well there's (laughs) like one clip at the end of it but i think it's from season three it's uh daniel's wife at that fancy dinner and she's like so have these two guys filled you in yet about the immortal never-ending battle for the soul of the valley in a karate tournament thing or something then it just cuts to black so that's the thing i love how the show takes the piss out stuff like it's literally saying like this is all nonsense but goddamn, i'm gonna take it serious (laughs) Yeah, big time. And there you yeah. go, December, season four, Netflix. So you'd imagine it's all going to drop at once rather than weekly. Although Netflix yeah. did season three weekly, didn't they? I can't remember. I don't know. But I anyway, who knows? I watched all in one go. Cobra Kai is coming season four this December. Yeah, right that. in time for Christmas. Hallelujah. A Christmas miracle. You just said every radio host cliche thing. I know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Oh god, yeah. So I don't know. I got, I got one more. I got two more TV things. Do you want them? Okay. Do you want them? Okay. This was news news to me. I was not aware this was happening at all. All right. So apparently, Peacock, who which we covered last week on the show. Yeah, I wish you know, we didn't. You know, big up, <laughs> big up Peacock. They are apparently they've been working on a dramatic reboot of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Oh, that headline. Um, I, I did not know. He- this this particular news article is not about... That's not the thing. They're not announcing that they're doing this. Apparently, they announced this already because some guy made like a fan trailer thing of like a dramatic what it could look like or whatever. And they immediately were like, you, yeah. And they hired that guy. And were like, make this. Make a drama uh, version of the Fresh Prince of uh, Bel-Air. Why? So this was <laughs> a thing that was happening. But the news this week is that that guy, Chris Collins, is has left the show. He's no longer going to be serving as the showrunner on the series, which is just called Bel Air. So I guess they're. Wait, hold on. Hold on. If you do a good enough YouTube trader for him, you could become a showrunner. Yeah, apparently they just throw money at anything these days. 
what are we doing? Why aren't we making crappy trailers? We'll get there. Somebody's going to hire us to do something. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I mean, it, it sounds terrible to be honest, but yeah, go cool. Yeah, it's just called Bel Air. Apparently, they've removed the Fresh Prince aspect of it, and it's just going to be called yeah. Bel Air. And yeah, it's based on a viral video by uh, 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 Morgan Cooper. Oh. Sorry, apparently, uh, no, I've mixed I mixed them up. Morgan Cooper is still staying on the show as a co-writer, but the guy, Chris Collins, who was going to be the showrunner and EP, has left, and they've brought in TJ Brady and Rashid Newson. Uh, so, and those two have previously worked together on shows called The Chi, never heard of it. Animal Kingdom, have heard of it, haven't seen it. Shooter, I know that's based on the movie. And The 100, which is a CW show about... Yeah... Like, Apocalypse or some, I don't know, last yeah. 100 people left on the planet or something along those lines. I don't know. Yeah, so um, they've already ordered two seasons of it uh, immediately, so I don't know when it's going to be out, but it is... Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. looking forward to that. I say that, I know this is shocking, but I never really watched The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air either. Really? No, no I did. I watched it. I, watched see, it again, I, 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 I wasn't the Sky Kid. I didn't have Sky at home. Yeah, um, true. So I only had... Th- four channels so Fresh Prince just and I think because I missed out on it now if it's like on Sky I'm just kind of like it's alright it's good fine. It, was, it, it was on RTE for a little while when where I it was on, never maybe not RTE it was on Irish television for a while I'm pretty sure are you sure yeah. was it was on TG Car <laughs> probably <laughs> terribly yeah. translated probably was yeah it was on it was definitely on something maybe it was TV3 like the mm. middle of the day it used to be on randomly anyway yeah that's the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Do you like mm. that? Do you like the little flare uh, going I mean, there? They're going to hire me now. Yeah, to do the theme uh, song. I mean, we have to get back to actually recording the news uh, song intro first before we start doing extra bits of music here. News, but, you know. news, nightly news, weekly news on a Friday. It's news. Ah, sorry, I pressed the button by accident. One take. I've done it. Thank you very yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I got one. So there's one story left. This is what. This is the big one this week. I suppose I don't know. It's it's big for us, all right. Do is what, it the geeky one? Um, it's about the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Ah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> nice. Yeah, we got there in the end. We eventually got there. Yeah. So we've mentioned it before on the podcast. Amazon <laughs> and Amazon Prime Video are making a Lord of the Rings TV series. And they released their first little teaser image this week and announced that it will be, they've wrapped production essentially on the first season and it will be airing or debuting on Prime Video in September 2022. Yeah, that, that made me a bit sad. Yeah, I guess I guess they've just finished filming, so they obviously they have to edit the whole thing now and do all that sort of yeah, all the other well, stuff. But like, give us an episode early, go on. <laughs> just give us one. I don't even care if it's finished. Just throw it out there. Throw yeah, it out just, there. Just now, the, the the image was cool, and this is there's a lot there's a lot a lot of speculation for and speculation about the image, uh, because people now think based on uh, based on two things and in particular that are in the image, that it's been theorized for a while that the show is going to open because it's set during the second age, basically. And it's when yes, a few thousand years before Bilbo yeah, and all, all that. Sauron is making the rings of power and all that jazz. And, but they think now that, uh, it's been theorized before for some reason, not sure why, where it came from originally, but this kind of image has basically nailed it on for people that they think the show is going to open 
in the same way that the Fellowship of the Ring opened, which is kind of an extended prologue, giving you like a big, long history of previous things in Middle like Earth. The first age. <laughs> the first age and probably like the fall of Numenor and all that. Like yeah, kind of yeah, stuff. no. I mean, isn't it, in, isn't it like partially set? Yeah, well, not something? the fall of yeah, Numenor, the, the other one. Um, yeah. The rise of the rise, the, yeah, the other, the opposite <laughs> thing, the opposite to what I just said. Sure, yeah, but they, no. So they think that so some people immediately saw this teaser image, which is just some random guy standing in front of a big city or whatever, and they were like, "Oh my yeah. god, that's that's Numenor." But other people think it's not Numenor; it's <gasps> Valinor, and this is I'm the not, Undying I'm... Lands because there are two big old trees in the background that are yeah. like massive and full of light. And they think that they are Laurelin and Telperion, which that would be are part of the first stage going through all the big, the Yeah, they are the big old yeah. trees in Valinor. So they think yeah. that this is an image not from an, like anything that's happening actually in the plot of the show, but that they're going to do a big like, like the first step, like ten minutes is just going to be here's what's happening and here's what's happened in the last which, seven thousand years in Middle Earth or something. Which know. is, if they <laughs> do that, is a bit mean. Because they're going to release a picture, it'd be cool to release something that's more closely re- related to the rest of the show. Where they say, "Hey, this has happened," and just take something. From- I know it's it's a bit cheaty, isn't it? It's I, not teaser, really. Yeah, it doesn't really bother me. I mean, I I don't know. Oh, I'm, more I, mean, Lord of Rings, I don't care about these. For me. I don't really care about these one shot pictures anyway, in general, um, because. Why would you? Um, it's a really know, nice image. It's very nice, very it looks, pretty. It's very but it's pretty. also you could have that on ten thousand movies and games as a screenshot as well. You know, let's be fair. No, like this <laughs> could only have been done for this. Anyway, yeah. yeah okay. So they think the guy in the picture might be uh, Celebrimbor, but oh, yeah. and that they'll tell like the story of his death and stuff. Yeah, it, which would be pretty fucking sick. Yeah. So yeah, there's was, the. We, we, <laughs> mean that people don't have to read this on Marillions. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Christopher. Tolkien. No, look, Silmarillions. There's lots of cool stuff in the Silmarillions. It's just, it's a bit of a book to get through. Yeah, because it's it's yeah, it's not really a novel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it's more of a bible. Let's yeah. be fair. Yeah. So there's Lord of the Rings. The two yeah. trees, that's what they're calling it. Ah, that's what I'm calling good. it. Okay, the two trees. Fellowship of the two trees. The return of yeah. celebration. They're just two fellows hanging out. Yep, that's what um, I'm calling it. Imagine it was just like, yeah, definitely it's two trees and they, um, the trailer comes out and it's just two ends with a backs turned. But, Whoa! It's the ends, <laughs> yeah, it's actually the battle. This of is the where the Entwives went. The, we found That's them. what they look like. Yeah. Yeah. You just wonder why, how they lost them when they glow so brightly all the time. And they're huge! That's how old Treebeard was. He had cataracts for days, couldn't see anything. <laughs> I lost my um, wife. I'm over here, Treebeard. <laughs> yeah, just like imagine was just like when Mary and Pippin had Treebeard, they just met her and she's just staying next to him, like just their size. Like, yeah, he just can't see just me can't. anymore. He thinks he thinks I'm a little orcs. Just yeah. Time, so. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, well, anyway. There's my news. Okay. Well, this is actually works well for my notes. Talking of Amazon. Hey. Uh, <laughs> their MMO New World has been delayed for a fourth time from August 31st to uh, September 28th. Um, 
uh, to be honest, I'm okay with studios now just being like, yeah, sorry, it's we're delaying it. Because we've seen what it's like when they rush it out, regardless. Huh. You Whatever know. could you be talking about? <laughs> but especially MMOs, you kind of have to have them working. And this has been, like, it was an open beta, people could join and all this kind of stuff. Um, It looks, to be honest, it kind of looks like, it looks very much like any run-of-the-mill MMO. Um, you know, use supernatural forces, deadly weapons, it's classless, which is kind of class. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so you can build your character up any way you want. It's real-time combat, so you don't just press one and wait for it to load again to press one. It's not a slight against uh, World of Warcraft, a game I love, but yeah. Um, yeah, you can fight alone, small teams. I, I saw a lot of, like, you know, you can work in small towns to become, like, a batter king and, like, be a merchant and all this kind of stuff. Look, it, it looks like a just an average MMO. If anyone has played it here, uh, please let me know, um, because it looks not sticking out there. I haven't played you, it. You don't like MMOs? I've never heard of it. I honestly, no, you, I wasn't aware Amazon were making games. They, yeah, no, they bought a game studio, or they started up a game studio. Hmm. Um, you know, I mean, I guess um, if you go into uh, space, you also have to go into cyberspace. So is Elon Musk also working on an MMO then? <laughs> yeah, it's I called mean, his. W- <laughs> it's called his wife. I don't get that joke, but <laughs> she, I think she's a robot. Oh right, okay, cool. Be. All right, not sure. Um. Talking of WoW, uh, a little bit more Blizzard or Activision news. Uh, President Jay Alan Brack has uh, basically been kicked out, uh, along with the company's head of global human resources, uh, Jesse Meshuk. Um, yeah, uh, Jesse Meshuk, it's, it's weird. Well, it's not weird that global human resources has been fired because clearly they probably were the ones who are most in charge of the environment at WoW, and they did a poor mm. job. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, they, this lawsuit suggests that the employees were discouraged from complaining as human uh, resource personnel were known to be closely alleged yeah. harassers. So, yeah, this is a big thing that I think an important lesson everybody should be aware of when they enter the working world is that HR does not work for you, they work for exactly. the company. Exactly. Yeah, I was going to actually finish the segment off with that exact line, and you're 100% right. But, you know, stupid stuff has come out, like HR telling them to suck it up, or that they're acting like a brat, mm. or what, like, I, there was one woman who complained about a fella, you know, harassing her, and HR went, oh, he's really sorry and really wants to work at Blizzard, and he says that you're acting really friendly with him. And it's just like, yikes, that is... That's something to say. Um, but yeah, um, so Jen O'Neill, uh, who is uh, now co-leads Blizzard, uh, she's new. She says, when we come together, we make some of the best games in the industry, and we're now seeing that energy applied to our culture, which is equally important. There's a lot of work ahead of us, but the passion and productivity are already there. When our people feel safe and supported, the rest is going to take care of itself. And I genuinely believe that. I think diversity and looking after people in the workplace is the most important thing, especially in creative-led uh, industries. And dear God, I hope it works with Blizzard because 
Blizzard stuff hasn't been churning out the best in a while. And obviously it's because I also want the people who work there to not feel harassed every moment because some douche has a fucking agenda on himself, you know? <laughs> yeah, man. I hope this means Blizzard makes good games again. <laughs> I mean, I, it's, it'd be a nice side thing, wouldn't it? Uh, have they ever made a good game? Um, yes, quite a few. Zing, zing, pew. It's not Shots a zing fired. if you just question it. Shots fired <laughs> at Blizzard by Small Irish Podcast. That's on the news story next week. Yeah. Um, another little bit of news. Um, oh, damn you it. like Elder Scrolls, don't you? The, the franchise? Sure. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which ones have you played? I have played uh, Skyrim, which I love. I've played that a hundred yeah. million times. I've played yeah. Oblivion a little bit. I played Elder Scrolls Online a little bit. There you go. And uh, that's it. I that's may- it. Yeah, maybe, yeah I'm guessing you I maybe played Morrowind briefly once, but not really anything. Yeah, you either play Morrowind briefly or for the rest of your life. That's a fairly normal estimation of how that goes. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, but you probably would have heard of have you heard of Daggerfall and Arena? I've heard of Daggerfall. Yeah, Daggerfall is the second um Elder Scroll game ever yeah. and Arena is the first one, right? And uh, Julian Lefay and Ted Peterson both worked on those two games and they set up their own game studio called Once Lost Games. And they're planning on releasing a game called Wayward Realms. And I'll read some of the stuff that they have s- suggested that they want to do. Like, first of all, you go on on Twitter. They have high ambition. They're saying, we're restoring scope, choice, and consequences, and role-playing to RPGs, which is, you know, a bold move. Um, It's kind of cool to say all those kind of things, but, like, throughout their Steam pages, like, um, from the creators of Skyrim, and, like, from the, like, no, they keep comparing themselves to Skyrim in the Elder Scrolls games, and they're just like, this is your own thing now, like... like, if you're trying to reclaim things, don't keep comparing yourself to other things, you know? Mm, yeah, I mean, it's a lot yeah. of words that don't really say much, oh, isn't it? Are you it's looking like, forward to you know, this, then? It's like when you... I have. Okay, you give, give me the rest, then. Yeah, okay. Wayward Realms is set to a group on a group of over 100 realistic scaled islands, known, known collectively as the Archipelago where scores of factions vie for influence and power. That's all interesting stuff. A bit mad, 100 islands, you know. Known collectively as the archipelago. Yeah. No, it's just, that's, an, yeah. that's the definition of an yeah. archipelago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, kingdoms th- strive to maintain their dominance. Upstarts seek to uh, earn a place at the top. And dynasties set generational plots into motion. Should the player earn a position of prominence, they may change the course of history. Like, uh, there's nothing there, really, except no. like... The 100 realistic scaled iron thing is one of those big promises. Um, and then they then they get bad because then they start saying like, way bigger than most other games you can think of. That sentence rings every alarm bell in my head because I'm like, first of all, who gives a shit about size? If, if size is the thing that you're oh, trying to sell. That's a bit. I'm sure we can think of a lot of games. Yeah. But to be fair to them, right? These are the people that made Daggerfall and Arena and you might not know this. Daggerfall is the size of Great Britain. It's the biggest map in Elder Scroll history. Now, 
you're wondering, wait a second, Daniel, this was back in really crappy graphics and small computer stages. Am I right? Sure. I mean, I wasn't thinking those specific words, but yes, generally, no one would, I was, generally I was yes. thinking, <laughs> yeah, but it was, you know, it was probably just a bunch of blocks. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, 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 the graphics were all right. Pixelated, but 3D based. Um, but like, the world you walked in was 3D. Everything else was just flat pixels facing you. But um, yeah, it's procedural generated. And I, I, I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of this going on here. And no, yeah, it, like there's, there's good elements and bad elements of procedural element. Like, look at No Man's Sky. It's meant to be great now, but that was a big sell. And then we realized it's kind of boring. I, I downloaded and played it for the first time about a month ago. Yeah. And I played it for about an hour and went, yeah. sure, this is okay. And I've never yeah. played it again. Yeah, a lot of people have that experience. Um, I, first... yeah, I mean, it, lo- it's, you know, it looks nice and I can see why some people might be into it. But um, I was just like, oh, cool, I've done it yeah. now. I don't, I don't fancy going to 600 other planets that look just vaguely different to this one and doing the same thing again. It gets worse, though, because uh, they talk about big cities with hundreds or thousands of NPCs. Hundreds or thousands? Or thousands, not no. hundreds of thousands. Hundreds or thousands. That's a you big gap. You can have gap. thousands, no hundreds, though. Only thousands. That's a big, you know? it's a big gap there, though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and look, the big thing is that it is procedural generated, so they talk about swamps and all those kinds of... So, it, it, like, obviously, they're kind of organizing in that way. Um, their Steam page is really not um, that impressive. Um, I know, like everything at the moment is very much like conceptual, but I feel like maybe don't put things that are too conceptual up just yet. Maybe wait a little bit, you know. Yeah. So, like, they've just started this company, right? This is like they've, there so was a mention like of their... it in 2019 of mm. these creators coming together to make this game. It, but it, we didn't hear anything. All of that sounds like to me is, you know, when you go, if you're ever on like Indeed or some job searching website and you see a job posting from some random company that fancies themselves as bigger than they are. And they put yeah. all this random crap of like, oh, here the the pros to working for us. And it's all like the chance to be adaptable and dynamic and grow in the role as part of the wider company and all yeah. this. And it's just like, this doesn't mean anything. Marketing it's just, waffle. It's just words you've put on, down on paper to fill out the yeah. Indeed page. That doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah. How much do you pay? Oh, we can't tell you that. Yeah. Like okay, but let's say one thing. How many NPCs are in your game? (laughs) New studio, hundreds or thousands. thousands. (laughs) Yeah, but to be fair, to be fair to them, I did go onto their Twitter and all that kind of thing. They're also very much in response to people saying like, "Look, we don't know about that feature yet. We don't know if we're going to do this. This is early days." But I feel like maybe have more of a collective idea. Maybe even release some of the lore. Like get us like. If it's not the graphics thing that's going to sell this and it's about the lore and the people and that kind of stuff, like, give us that and not some very kind of shitty 3D conceptual pieces. Like, it's dumb, you know? Um, But yeah, so this is... Look, they said it won't be out... It won't have any real news for a couple of years. I'd say this won't be out for at least five years, if not more. Um, But yeah, uh, last game on the list, and it's not a digital one, it's Avatar. Um, being released by Magpie. Kim's, James Cameron's Avatar. 
Yes, Avatar. <laughs> no, Avatar, as in the last Airbender, as in Korra. Oh, that's not. Um, do you want to apologize right now? To who? To Ira. Oh. Sorry. I'm yeah. sorry, Ira. There you go. Well, Sorry yeah, um, that James Cameron made a better avatar. <laughs> He'd be very disappointed, but he'll he'll look forward to he'll the day where you realize me. who you are and come back to yeah, your... Yeah, he'll forgive me. Don't worry about it. <laughs> well, anyway, yeah. Um, avatar, uh, tabletop game. There, It's been released on Kickstarter about uh, two days ago. Uh, they're raising money. It's going to be an official one. It's based on the power by the... Powered by the Apocalypse uh, framework. Uh, so if you play games like Masks, uh, this is that kind of build. Uh, they asked for 42245 initially. Um, as of me checking last, there are 2067000 But they, and have, they have spent 1.8 million of that on Facebook ads. They definitely did. I've been, are, literally, I have not been able to go on Facebook or Instagram in the past six months, I think, without being <laughs> getting a, a brand new tabletop game set in the world of Avatar. Just It's just everywhere. I can't get yeah, away it. Is everywhere. Did you get the quick start guide yet? You can get it for free. Uh, what? It's just a, a quick start breakdown of the game. Oh, like no, I haven't. I, I honestly, I never clicked on it because I thought it was like nothing. I don't, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> well, it's, it's apparently something now. Um, yeah, they have 28 days left on it. If you're so inclined, go over there. I think I shall be partaking anyway. Um, but yeah, that's all the news for me this week. And that's all the news in the whole world. Nothing else happened in the whole More world. Matter. Nothing. No, there was no other news stories. Yeah, it's quite Not uh, even one. It's great. Quite it's great for us because we managed to say everything that needed to be said about everything for once. Yeah. 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 There you go. Well, there you go, guys. That's the news for this week. I hope you enjoyed it. As for always, if you guys could like and comment and subscribe on across Cheer. all of our platforms, we'd uh, super appreciate it. And we will be back next right. Tuesday for... What are we watching? What are we watching? <laughs> Oh, oh no, we, oh, sorry, Short Circuit, yeah, I, was thinking, I know what we're watching, we've watched Short Circuit, yeah. sorry folks, we well, watched al- it yesterday. It was almost so. like we both Short Circuited for a moment ah, there, and then that, three, two, hey, and that's it, we're leaving now forever because we'll never okay. top that, that's the final that's piece it. of the puzzle. That's it, alright folks, bye bye. See ya.